You've waited patiently all day. Oh, wait. They were patient. They didn't get rushed. But Great Lakes Bay region, we finally arrived at the payoff from high school. We got Midland Dow, Hill High. To college. I bought real estate uh, there in East Lansing. To the pros. Dan Campbell, caffeine, incredible. We cover everything a Michigan sports fan could want. This is uncharted territory. And now, here they are. It's the payoff. From the 37 yard line, it's Sanders. Maybe the ball's out as he got to the 39. There's a scramble for it. The Lions have it. Will Smith. Will Harris, excuse me. Will Harris with the fumble recovery. Wide open. He's got to And that's a Lions touchdown. A little trickery. And that's two for Sanders Morgan today. Love the aggressive play call by Ben Johnson. And love the play design. It's a flea flicker. You're thinking deep middle of the field. Big crosser going to the other side. And they slip Sam LaPorta out down the sideline into a vacated area. Yes! Yes! Woo! Yes! Detroit Lions taking care of business, and boy, are we excited to have you with us on a Monday evening here on The Payoff. Brad Tunney, Ben Bosher, John Vacari with you inside of our Blazy Electric Studios. We've got a lot of good news, not only regarding the Lions, the Michigan Wolverines, but this show, one week in, fellas, one week in. Title sponsorship, the Forward Corporation, on board with us for the next year. Thanks to the folks at the Forward Corporation. It smells like smoke a little bit. Yeah, I got, popped one of these again. You popped one, I yeah. I couldn't help myself. I wonder if they smell like smoke the longer they sit. They've been sitting for a week now, these Probably. little poppers. You popped one yourself. Aren't... Yeah, there you go. There you go. Also, also hopping on board and joining the momentum of the payoff in Sports Radio 100.9, The Mid. How about our friends at Frick's Sports Bar here in Midland? On top of the text line, moving forward as well. And as always, it's 989-837-6125. 989-837-6125. Thanks to the Forward Corporation. Thanks to Frick's Sports Bar here in Midland. We are excited on another victorious Lions Monday. They take care of business. Improved to 4-1. and one. The best start the franchise has seen since that 5-0 and team in 2014, and all we have are good vibes on this Monday. So let us know how you're feeling and how you were doing watching the game yesterday by texting in 989-837-6125. A top five team in the NFL, period, point blank, no discussion, mm-hmm. resides at Ford Field. Let's just be honest with ourselves. Not only did they get a win, they went and kicked Carolina's ass. Yes. There's every reason to celebrate right here. This was one of the best performances I've seen in this team in a long time. Because let's just be honest with ourselves. Noah Monroe St. Brown, we get the news on... Thank you. Noah Monroe St. Brown, we get the news on Friday. And I want everyone to just just acknowledge the fact. There's no doubt. I'm just going to let you do your thing. There we go. 
everyone, whether they want to admit it or not, had that little thought in the back of their head. The little devil on their shoulder was talking. Like, guess what? Noah Monra, you're without your best player. You're without your star rookie in Brian Branch. And guess what? None of it mattered at all. The Lions showed up. It was a great team performance. That's the special thing about this team. It's not one player leading the charge. Every single week, it seems like they have a different player on the field. And that's what makes it feel so real. That's what makes it feel so sustainable. It's not just we're so dependent on our top heavy players like they have been in years past. In years past, Amonra St. Brown not playing means the Lions aren't winning. You're without your best player, and you still show up and make Bryce Young feel like a little boy. He was not on All the same level. All five four inches of him. Exactly. Aww. This Carolina team was not, did not belong on the same field as the Lions. And in years past, I hate to keep bringing it up, but in years past, the Lions find a way to get in their own way. They don't just kick butt from the very beginning. They let Carolina get back into this and hang around until the end. Not this time. They capitalized on the they they capitalized on their turnovers. They forced three of them, and on each and every single one of those turnovers, they converted it to a touchdown. They're forcing mistakes and they're capitalizing. There's no reason to not think this is one of the five best teams in the NFL. All of the advanced metric sites indicate as much. This is not a little bit of homer bias from us. Pro football focus, the Lions are the number three team overall in football behind the 49ers in Miami. According to DVOA, defense adjusted value over average, one of the best kind of nerdy statistical items that you can look at on the web. Lions are number three. How about playoff odds? In terms of playoff odds, they have now crept to number five. And when you aggregate all of the sports books, they're behind the Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, and Dolphins. They're now number five. In terms of playoff odds, according to the books, they're going to the playoffs. This is a top five a team. Most metrics that you look at on Twitter or wherever else, Pro Football Reference, whatever site you want to look at, has them at 90 to 95, if not 96% chance of making the playoffs and somewhere above 80% chance of winning the division. May as well this be This is, again, the most exciting time. In Ben's lifetime, he's uh -huh. about 13 years old. Yep. John's li lifetime, he's barely legal. And in my lifetime... Legal for what? <laughs> he can vote. <laughs> he can drink. I don't know. Do whatever I want, baby. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Most exciting time in our lifetime to be uh, a Lions football and fan. And so we want to hear from you. 989-837-6125. The newly minted Frick Sports Bar text line here on the payoff. I think to Ben's point, I was getting a little concerned. We did our first wave of picks on Thursday. We have to bet the Lions every week, which I'm kind of reconsidering after watching that game. I was uh, more caring about my pick on air than I was about the game. Did you to bet on Carolina? Point, did you pick no, Carolina? I had the Lions. Okay. I did. I'm just saying, I like, I was freaking out more about being plus, right on you're, air. You're awful, John. Plus money. I, I thought that's what it was going to be. And I felt good to your point, Ben, where you opened up when there was no St. Brown. No brand. That's what I'm saying. I was I'm getting like, concerned late. I'm like, hmm, maybe Carolina Jameer covers the Gims number. Jameer ruled out late. Yep. I mean, we were missing yep. a couple of skill really? position guys. And yeah, right from the beginning, first quarter, it was very apparent Carolina was never getting into this game. Oh, it was a JV in the varsity. It was. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it felt like. Yeah. That's a great way to put at it. It felt like the freshman quarterback playing varsity football. Bryce Young looked overwhelmed. Bryce Young looked like he had no answer. This Carolina team ha didn't have an answer. The only reliable option they had 
was Adam Thielen, who had like 11 catches and was wide open for every single one of them. Yeah, congratulations, Jerry. J- uh, yeah, Jerry Jacobs. You get the three picks, but that guy's playing with fire, man. Adam Thielen wide open half the time. And now no Mosley. I don't want to be negative. You know what? I'm, I'm backtracking. Positive vibes only. Without Amon Ra, without Brian Branch, still with a recouping offensive line, without Jameer Gibbs, uh, Jamison Williams still can't catch the football. All hey, of that. He had being, two more catches than I thought he would. That is true. He also had a drop that looked pretty. He had darn two bad more catches too. than I thought he would. With all that being said, they still did exactly what they were supposed to do. This was a line uh, that moved drastically in the Lions' favor. Early that line opened at four and a half prior to the Packers game. Prior uh, to the Packers game, before that win, that line was four and a half. It finished at ten, and yet they still covered despite a five and a half point shift from one week. Most sharps were on the other side of that line going into the game because it had moved too much. This is still the Lions we're talking about uh-huh. here, and yet they still doubled that off and had no intent of losing that football game in front of another outstanding Ford Field crowd. Uh, that crowd is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Do you, John, do you have the, uh, the Laporta Flea Flaker play queued up? That, p- please, I want to hear the crowd on that. To Jared Goff, wide open. He's going to take it into the end zone, and that's a Lions touchdown. A little trickery, but that's two. That's today. ridiculous. That was the George Kittle love play. the aggressive yeah. football by Ben literally Johnson. literally <laughs> copy and paste into the Sunday night game. Who's going to copy and paste the Ben Johnson uh, between Goff's legs to David Montgomery play the next? the Eagles, right? Every team in the NFL. The Eagles got to be the Eagles. Huh? It's got to be. I mean, doesn't it feel good to talk about an offensive schemer, and Ben Johnson has been uh, – obviously he stayed put this year. He had head coaching interest. He is, if not the number one target coming into this offseason. I don't want to talk about that right now. I know, I know. But damn, is he good. Oh, really good. And without arguably the two best skill position players on the team, I know Gibbs hasn't been there just yet, but in terms of open space, creativity, what can you do with guys missing the sun god and missing Gibbs? And they still looked that dynamic, that creative. To Ben's point about all the talent they were missing, this is a team now built on depth and not just along the front line but on the top side of the rope. There's your uh, there's your wrestling, wrestling reference for you two bozos. Aww, yeah. Thank you. At the top of the rope, they have as much high-end talent as anyone else. Pro football focus, now number one quarterback in football, Jared Goff. And this is now through five weeks. That's We're a good no, sample size. No longer dealing with a sample size that had Trevor Lawrence as the number two PFF quarterback through two or three weeks. It's Jared Goff. It's Josh Allen. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Tua Tagovailoa. These are the best quarterbacks in football, and Jared Goff is atop the list, and it's not close from a passing perspective. He's throwing to the PFF number two tight end and the number one tight end of anyone with over 150 snaps, and he's got 280 of them. Frank Ragnow, the number two center. Graham Glasgow, the number two guard. Vitae, the number four guard. Penny Sewell, top six in tackles. This is a studded roster, still, still with more to add in Amon Ross talent and Jameer Gibbs coming along and anything they get from Jamison Williams. That, that, anything they get from Jamison Williams is a bonus. But it goes back to the point. They have a, they have like nine different guys, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a stretch, six, seven, eight different guys that can be your best player on any, any given day. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown was the best player through the first three games of the season, but then you got to consider Goff. His floor has risen up to a level that we never thought this would be at. 
Yeah, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but we know exactly what Jared Goff's going to be every Mm -hmm. single week. Someone you can rely on. Lamar Jackson, he's a dynamic quarterback. He's great. But guess what? He just disappears half the games. One, it's what happens nowhere to be found on Sunday. Jared Goff doesn't have games like that. More passing touchdowns than Lamar, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, less interceptions than Tua, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes. He's been a stud this year, and you can lock up that he's getting an extension this summer. Remember That's when you not laughed a question. At me? Remember when you laughed at me last week when I said that Brock Purdy was in now the top six or seven for MVP voting? Also, <laughs> a little bit, but that's where the books are at right now. Obviously, they're the best team in football. He's the quarterback. He plays mistake-free football. He is behind another great offensive line with really good skill position players just like Goff. It's time now to put Goff in that discussion. R- remember last week Looking when I said I books, wasn't afraid of the 49ers? Well, yeah, you I had you a are. little bit of pee down my leg yeah. the entire Sunday night. Yeah, you're yesterday. like the foster dog I got at home right now that trickles all over the house. Yeah, oh, exactly another one. what Jeez. I was like. Yeah. You should be afraid of the Niners. They they are, I think, piece for piece, the better version of the Lions. Sands maybe the offensive line at this point. The Eagles, I think, are just as scary as well. But we're not copying their plays. They're copying ours. That is a good point. That is a good point. So who's really scared of who? Oof. You mentioned that, like, look, the MVP could be different each and every week. How about Aleem McNeil on the defensive line with a 90-plus grade in PFF this weekend, too? I mean, you're talking about another top-10 player at his position, seemingly out of nowhere, joining Aiden Hutchinson's performance in what we think has moved him into that tier, into that tier of the Watts and the Max Crosbys and the Demarcus Lawrences as one of the best, Miles Garrett's performers in the NFL. I mean, Aleem McNeil with his own uh, forced fumble. But Hutchinson, I mean, Brad... Our very first show, you wanted to bring up the topic that, well, is Hutchinson a top 10? I don't know if you said 5 or 10 defender in the NFL, and I kind of laughed it off like... Edge rusher. Edge rusher, edge rusher. And I kind of laughed it off like, eh, I don't know if we have enough of a sample size to really get to that. Just looking at the last six, seven, eight regular season games, oh, it's pretty apparent this guy is special. This guy was not drafted second overall to be a good edge rusher. He's drafted overall, second overall, to be exactly what he has been through the first five weeks of the season. He really might be one of the five best edge rushers in the league. A cornerstone defense. 35 pressures. Yeah. It leads the NFL more than anyone else. And he does something once a week that just has my jaw on the floor. Last week, it was the one-handed sack on the first drive of the game versus the Green Bay Packers. This week, it's the one-handed interception. I mean, that was one of the best feats of athleticism and instincts I've ever seen. Four interceptions. In his first two seasons, not even two seasons, so most by any defensive lineman in NFL history. And he's still got 10 games to go this yep. year to add to it. Yep. 11 games to go. What do we have? Five, six, 12 games to go. Good math. Yeah, well, you know. After John hyped me up as the math man, yeah, a couple of days ago. It's just been mistake after mistake, unfortunately. (laughs) Wow, except for my picks this week. You better speak for yourself, pal. It was a low bar. It was, well, yeah, that you set for yourself. I did. 989-837-6125. The Frick Sports Bar text line on this Monday, celebrating yet another Lions victory. We've got more to discuss and a little bit to look forward to coming up next on The Payoff. Touchdown, MSU! All day it's Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We go show who the real Lions are. That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jackpot. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan man! 
Michigan man. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Step one, wake up. Step two, Michigan sports. The Great Lakes Bay region begins its day with X's and bros. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino. Listen to me weekday mornings from 6 to 9 right here on Sports Radio 100.9, The Mid. The Mid. What the hell is going on up in Ann Arbor, Michigan? You have a huge opinion on any team you love? He hasn't prepared. He doesn't show up. Well, you can drop it on air or on our social networks. Weekdays at 3 on The Huge Show, right here on Sports Radio 100.9. The Mitt. The Mitt. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Michigan. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the MHSAA and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Back to the payoff on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Yeah, everybody looks good at home. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. This is the payoff presented each and every day by the Forward Corporation. You can find out more about us at 1009themit.com. Mobile app coming. Again, the text line presented by Frick Sports Bar, 989-837-6125. Fellas, last week we gave away that pair of Lions tickets. Mm-hmm. Winners got a chance to go see a victory at Ford Field. Again, thanks to Garber Chevy. Going to be a lot of those. That one. We've got another big giveaway coming this Thursday on the payoff. We teased it a little bit last week. This Thursday is the start of the Red Wings season, right? Start of the NHL season. Yep. The NBA preseason started yesterday for the Pistons, an overtime loss at home to the Phoenix Suns. We won't spend too too much time on them for a while. John's going to kill us if we do. But we do have some Pistons memorabilia to give away this Thursday. And so if you're a Pistons fan or just a fan of signed jerseys, we've got two of them coming your way. Thursday we'll do a giveaway, but you got to be listening to the show to hear the keyword to text in at 6 o'clock. We've got a signed Andre Drummond jersey and a signed Reggie Jackson jersey, home Detroit Pistons uniform signed by those two Pistons, uh, giving away those jerseys on Thursday. So tune in at Six more on the Lions, Ben, and let's quickly look over the upcoming schedule before we keep uh, throwing out superlatives from what we saw on Sunday. At the three and one Bucks next week, who will be off a bye? Mm-hmm. Does that become the biggest test of the year so far? Quickly, nah. I suppose, right? Yeah, is it not? I mean, these next two games are going to be pretty crucial. You're on the road. It I got mean, flexed to the afternoon, right? Tampa announces today that they're going to be wearing their throwback '70s yeah, themed don't, don't care popsicle creamsicle. The creamsicles, yes. Oh, well, I should go want. with the all powder blue look too. Like they, oh, that'd be so cool. Like it was a color flex game. What do they call those? Uh, uh, color, color rush, rush. games back color, in the day. They still do those or no? I don't think so. Okay, it well, used to be Thursday. Night. I think Oof. that becomes the biggest challenge of the year at three and one Tampa off the bye. Let's not get no, too high before then, it's, but it's we've Kansas got Kansas City on the road. That's still the without Chris test Jones of the year. and Travis Kelsey. I go away. By the way, lines opening up minus three. Yeah, at least for too this low. week against Tampa. Really? Yeah, but, on the road minus three. But I want to ask you guys, th- you guys, this. Wow. Speaking of the schedule, they're on the road versus the Bucks. Then they go on the road versus Baltimore. Those are two tough teams to play. Really tough. Road games just tough in on the NFL yeah. uh, in the NFL in general. If they split those two, I feel just as good. Agreed. 
However, looking at these two games, at what point, and the rest of the schedule for that matter, after yeah. that it's the Raiders at home. And but this then is the stretch, the these next two. Yes. You, you win both of those games, you might be the best team in football. You split, you're still where you are now. Let me ask my question. Let me ask my question. Damn, all right. At what point do you look at this Lions team? And are you start, do you start to be ready to actually consider yourself a Super Bowl contender? And you look at the Super Bowl and say, that's the goal. Because if you go 2-0 and the next two games, you're too late to the party. Everybody's saying that. If you walk in, beat the Bucs on the road, beat Baltimore in their home stadium, and then you're 6-1, and one, sorry, I hate to break it to you, you're too late to the party to say that they're Super Bowl contenders. Do the exercise right now, then. Do the exercise right now. Will they beat Philadelphia in a playoff game, let's say, without home field advantage? Do they go to Philly? Why can't we have home field advantage? Just answer that question. Can they beat Philadelphia on the road in a playoff game right now as it stands today? I don't see why not. Right, but would you pick them? I don't think they'd be favored. I'll okay. say that. Okay. But you, upsets so, happen every, so, every year. Would they, right. Would they beat Philadelphia as a home team? Would they be favored? Or is it a pickup? I think we need, if they played right now in Detroit, the Eagles, I think, would be favored by two and a half. Really? I mean, we sort of talked about this in the top. You guys were saying this is a top three team in the NFL. So the two teams ahead of them to you guys are the 49ers and the Eagles. We said no five, top five. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Top five. You DV- can- DVOA and Pro Football Focus both have them at number three. Now, yeah. DVOA's got them behind the Niners and the Bills. Pro Football Focus has them behind the Niners and the Dolphins. So the Eagles are not there, and yet the Eagles are 5-0 and and played in a Super Bowl and have a quarterback that I probably trust in those situations a little bit more and a coach that I probably trust in those situations just a little uh, bit mean, more. Yeah, that's fair. Dan Campbell, once again, this week just I've also discovered, closes his eyes and throws have, his, the red challenge flag for no apparent reason. I've also discovered that Ben sends, says Dan Campbell's name a little odd. Have you noticed Dan Campbell that? a little odd. Camp Bell. Yeah. Say Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Campbell. What are you saying? What do you mean? Dan Campbell. While we're on this. (laughs) (laughs) What? I I noticed it too. uh, I heard it in his Remember That the other day. It's my Grand Rapids accent. Is it Jack Campbell? Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. No! Jack Campbell. (laughs) All right, both of you. It's with a B. Campbell. 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 Dan Campbell. MCDC. Campbell. We got to have a talk with this It's Campbell's Chunky Soup. Yeah. This dude actually just closed his eyes and threw the red challenge flag, though. Either he needs, gla- like, a new pair of glasses or what's actually the problem, whoever the Lions challenge guy is that's actually looking at the replay and telling him to throw the challenge flag, that guy should be fired. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, the two weeks in a row, just the most airhead call I've ever seen. First drive of the game, you're two minutes into the game and you're throwing your challenge flag on something that has a literal 0% chance to ever get overturned. The refs looked at it once and, and just decided to be done with it. Not a fan. No, it was the dumbest. I fundamentally will never agree with calling timeouts or throwing a challenge flag on the first drive of the game. Most coaches uh, have a blind spot for all of that stuff, and I don't know if Dan Campbell is uh, void of that. Time management, management of challenges. It's just the challenges. Well, that time management is going to be a question, too, down the stretch, too, when they actually have a game where they need to do that with. You know what actually might come back to bite them, though? The fact that they don't trust their kicker to kick 40-yard uh, field goals. Zero attempts past 40. We, we took a flag at the it, 38-yard line to punt the ball. 
Is that not more of a uh, a mindset and a strategy for Dan Campbell? I mean, again, no, note, it's because we don't trust our kicker. Are you sure? Yes. If they had, we haven't if, attempted a forty-yard field goal. That's ridiculous. Prime Justin Tucker on the team. They're kicking more than zero. I would hope so. Would they? It's a forty-yard field goal. Or is this goal. a Dan Campbell thing? Why would you take the flag and punt it? Well, no, not take the flag. That's I what they that. did, Brad. But the reason why I understand that they also I, I really question this idea, and they they flipped it the second time around. So I forget when it exactly was. I think in the third quarter, but it was clearly four down territory for this team who goes forward on fourth more than any team in the NFL for now two years running. Which I don't mind. This is a separate issue. It is a separate issue, but there were there were two instances of this, and they got smart the second time, which was nice to see the in game adjustment. It was the first time around, third and four. They passed the football, damn well knowing they're going to go for it on fourth because of where they were on the field. And then on fourth and four, they have to pass the ball. They throw it to the flat and David Montgomery because everyone was covered. If you know you're in four-down territory, which Dan Campbell pretty much is always going to be in inside of his own 50. It's between the 100-yard lines. inside of the opponent's 50. Yeah, if it's between the 100-yard lines then what are we doing throwing the football on third and four? Run the ball, get yourself to third and one, or fourth and one, fourth and two, and then you've got more options on fourth. The idea that you knew you were going to go for it on fourth, which, again, everyone knew they were going to in that position of the field, Mm -hmm. run the football on third down. They had the same opportunity, I think, two offensive possessions later, or maybe even the next one. Yeah, it was after the fumble recovery, I think. Had it in a similar opportunity of the field, and on third yeah. and short, they run the football to get it close. Then they're able to run the football on fourth down to go it. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the outside pitch to the left. <laughs> Some Matt Canada calls. It was awesome, awesome to see an in-game adjustment like that of, oh, shoot, you know what? We probably did make a mistake throwing on third and four because it screwed us knowing we we're going to go for fourth. Fourth and one, I'm fine. Fourth and two, I'm fine. You give me a fourth and four, I'd almost rather just see you try to cough in that thing down on the other end. Or and kick a got- field goal. Yes, it's just not in their DNA. It's the Dan Campbell DNA. Can we trade for a kicker? Are any teams just willing to, like like the the Broncos, for example? They should just be looking to sell everybody. We should make some calls to Denver. Well, who's the Giants kicker? You want Graham Gano? <laughs> you want Graham Gano? You can take him. For what Panther, is he, like 45? Right? He's old, but they just signed him for uh, two more years. The so. funny thing is, is Patterson hasn't missed. He hasn't missed a field goal this year. They just refuse, and I bet he finishes the year 100% because they don't trust him to kick anything further than 39 yards. 989-837-6125, the text number today, presented by Frick Sports Bar, 989-837-6125. You can also hit us on Twitter, 1009themit, or uh, by soon downloading our mobile app to interact with everything on the station, which, by the way, tonight we have got a packed. A packed night of football. Not only are we talking Lions, and coming up a little bit later, we'll drop a mention in of the number one team in college football, the Michigan Wolverines. But oh, we've got a replay. One. Oh, Ben gets a little startled by that one. At 6.50, that's right, payoff's getting cut a little bit short because we've got high school football tonight. A replay of what was likely the TVC championship between Freeland and Frankenmuth there in week seven. Frankenmuth came away with a home win, made it what, John, fourteen straight against the Falcons? Yeah, it was it's it's been a lot. Well, no, not uh for the fifth straight against the Falcons, okay. but fourteenth straight uh TVC title there. Fourteen oh, straight. That's right. as many yeah. uh, games in a row the Lions have scored. Something like forty nine consecutive regular season yeah. conference wins or it was, something. It was crazy. Disgusting by the Frankenmuth Eagles. So a replay of that game with John Vicar <laughs> presented by Four Ridiculing Corporation. Kids, Brad. 
What disgusting? Like, damn, disgusting, that's really darn good. good. Like, really darn good. Like, that replay so is healthy. coming up at six fifty tonight, <laughs> and then we're leading into Monday Night Football as well. Coverage from Westwood One, Green Bay at the Las Vegas Raiders. That is my lone game remaining from picks on Thursday. If Green Bay wins, fellas, I finish Week One on the air five and two, Ugh. and dust you bums. Yeah, I need it so you How know so I can get to five hundred. It was my lock. I had the Packers as well. So both of you up? bums lost your lock. Mm-hmm. Double unit no, loss no, there. No, let's be uh, let's be clear about something. Lost your lock. After we went off air, Brad your changed ben? all the rules <laughs> no. and told me I can't do this and I can't do that. I locked the under in the Steelers game against the Patriots, and the Patriots put up zero points. Then after the show, Brad comes in and goes, oh, you're not allowed to do that. John, Why didn't John, you tell me that? Defensive fell over here. I know. I know. It's a damn Got them all riled up. Nine, eight, nine, he was right. Eight, Saints, three, Saints Pats was under. I know. And we had someone in the office today say, hey, you know, Ben's Ben's locks outside of the spreads have been really good. Oh. DK Metcalf touchdown yeah. last week. Nailed Here's that Giants, on Monday night, yeah. our opening show. Did who told sit- you that? What do you mean? Who, who told you that? A little fairy around the office. And you, got, you got a lot of fans, Ben. Yeah. Clearly. And so 989-837-6125. We'll be back with more discussion on the Lions right after this. Joel Volk is a corporate account executive within the Great Lakes Loons ticket office. And if you know Joe, you know he's passionate, particularly about making your life easy as a manager or director of your company, helping create experiences for your employees and clients. Here's Joe. I tell you what, there's no better way to retain employees, show customers that you care, or just generally create a good feeling in your company or organization than a season ticket package with the Great Lakes Loons. Season ticket packages are a great option for salespeople to leave behind or even recognize an employee. We've got plenty of different options, whether you want a full season, a half season, or even a voucher package. The Great Lakes Loons can accommodate your business and help accomplish the goals that you want to achieve. All memberships include a personal account manager. That's right, somebody that will take care of you every step of the way, plus 25% off food and beverages or an option of free parking, unlimited flexibility in moving your games, and, of course, unlimited ticket exchanges. The Huge Show. Huge here reminded everybody you can listen to me weekdays at 3. This show is huge. With huge opinions on all the teams you love. Or hate. We'll take those calls, too. Right here on Sports Radio 100.9, The, the Mitt. Into the end zone. The Michigan State Spartans. Touchdown, MSU. Heard right here on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Coming up this Saturday, 2-3 and three Michigan State, fresh off the bye, takes on 4-2 and two Rutgers in New Jersey. Kickoff at noon, coverage starting at 10.30 a.m., presented by Yider Insurance. Don't miss a moment of Spartans football on Sports Radio 100.9. Let's give them what they want. Do it. 100.9 The Mitt. When the herd ends, it's over. It's time to get huge. Listen to The Huge Show weekday afternoons with me, Bill Simonson. Genuine great guy. The guy is an incredible human being. On Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. The Great Lake Bay region's home for sports. The high school football game of the week, presented by the Forward Corporation. This Friday night, we're at Gladwin High School. The Flying G's, 6-1 overall and 5-0 and in the Jack Pine, host Beaverton, 5-2 with one league loss. Gladwin wins, they take the conference, Beaverton wins, and they earn a guaranteed share of the league title. Coverage starts at 6.50. Don't miss any of the action on the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9. 
The Mitt. The Mitt. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the MHSAA, are the 292,000 high school sports students in Michigan. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Here are five good reasons for high school multi-sport participation. Fewer overuse injuries. Less opportunity for emotional burnout. Exposure to different kids and coaches. Exposure to different roles. And learning to compete better. Being a multi-sport participant can help a kid become a more well-rounded person. Multi-sport participation is cross-training for life. Learn more at the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. More of the Great Lakes Bay region's only local sports show. Back to the payoff. We are back Monday night on the payoff. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Radio 100.9 The Mitt. We are full of outstanding programming here in what is week uh, six of the NFL season. Wrapping up week five tonight, we've got the payoff followed by a replay of Freeland at Frankenmuth and then Monday night football, Green Bay at Las Vegas. Thursday night, Northwood Coaches Show. Big win for the Timberwolves this weekend. John, what'd you see out there? Oh, I saw a classic game that pretty much at the end, I, I thought multiple times it was going to go the other way. Uh, a great ending, a blocked uh, field goal is how it ended. Uh, Brian Kinley touchdown was uh, the difference in the game. And I mean, <laughs> they... Uh, Obviously, out of the gates, Northwood didn't start the season the way they wanted to, and it's it's been a, you know, not to use this cliche in sports that we do all the time, but it's been trusting the process a bit getting to this point. And if you were to tell people in the first year that Northwood was going to get a win against a top three conference team and Finley was third in the conference, receiving a first-place vote in the preseason, and were unbeaten until that point, I don't think many people thought – uh, even that day, I mean, they were down 14 nothing to begin the first yeah. quarter, and it sort of had the you know storyline elements of what I've seen before already of, oh, this is probably going to be a blowout or this is going to go the way of previous games, and it did not. Uh, just credit to the defense, really, because they kept them in the game late in that uh, fourth quarter, stopped Finley multiple times, and then the offense came through when time was running out on them and then an exciting finish with the blocked field goal. They should feel really good and already a second conference win, uh, not even to the second week of October. Yeah, I was super excited. Saw that final come across. Uh, good to see it. Also good to see it. A home victory like that in what of the biggest weekends of the entire year for that campus and the North American Outdoor Auto Show. And so congrats to the Timberwolves. Congrats to the coaching staff and everyone we know over there at Northwood Thursday night after that coaches show. We'll have Thursday night football, Denver at Kansas City. <laughs> Stinker Friday night. The payoff leads into the high school game that we just listened to during the break. Beaverton at Gladwin should be a great one of the Michigan State on the air for the first time since our transition 
Spartans are at Rutgers. Pre-game coverage with the Spartan Sports Network at 10.30 on Saturday. Before we finish the week, Giants at Buffalo. Another oh, can't stinker wait, baby. for John. <laughs> Woohoo! Another national embarrassment coming. Why? Why? Do, how are the Giants on national television so much? Because they were a playoff team last year. Yeah, but like they everyone the, knew uh, they, they weren't the good. Vikings. Is this not the first week they're able to flex that though? Are we? In, I mean, that'll be week six. I think it's still going to get a rating. It's New York and Buffalo. That's true. It will. Yeah, New York's team hey, is in that game. Good news for you though. The Bills. Good news for you. Josh Allen might literally just hand you the game on a silver platter, and you still might lose. Wow. He does that. He yeah. does that. We'll see. They're going to need uh, – I mean, Tua at times tried to hand it to the Giants yesterday, even that though Miami bad. had it in full control. He was just like, yeah, here's a pick six. Here's this. It didn't matter, but, but he was jo- giving it. Josh Allen's almost different. He's like, no matter how this game results, I will be the one that determines it, whether it's a pick or a touchdown. It's going to be on me no matter what. You can always get involved with the show, 989-837-6125. Just send us a text. We'll read them on air, 989-837-6125. This is a love fest Monday for the Lions. Not only did they cover, they put their foot on the throats of one of the worst teams in football, the Carolina Panthers, putting up 40-plus points, now having a top-three consensus team in the sport. I think, for my money, the third most confident uh, for me – I think they're the third best team in the NFC. I think if you did an exercise duh. in the NFC, right? I think yeah, you would put them duh. two. No, I'd put them three. Okay, so you're now afraid of the Eagles and the Niners. I didn't say, afraid is so much different. I was than a tough guy last them. week, man. Tough guy last week. When third did I ever team? say they were better than the Eagles or Niners last <laughs> you week? Said they I said I wasn't you afraid, afraid of them. them. You don't have to be a tough guy, man. If they're a better football team, that's okay. Just say that it. doesn't mean they have to be afraid John, of the tell team. Them, man. What's going on? With I'm not, I'll tell you who I'm not afraid of the Cowboys. Wow. Holy well, cow! Well, yes, I, this weekend. Oh my This weekend God. for me, the Lions pushed ahead of the Cowboys. That was, I think, that was a big learning moment. They suck. Well, I mean, yes, I don't no. Know if they the suck, the yeah, Trevon okay. Diggs loss on their corner, All Pro corner, that was a way bigger hit than people realized. You know what? I also learned this weekend a little bit about the Lions. They're good at football. Well, it, it makes the Seattle loss even more puzzling. Does it not? Seattle was without both of their starting tackles. Yeah. Seattle was without members of their secondary. Seattle was banged up in their skill position players, and yet they we have s- a Seattle problem. And you stated that, but it it makes that loss more puzzling. Seattle's a good football team. They I don't want to get that twisted. Seattle's a good football team, they and are. I expect them to be around come playoff time at the end of the year. They're Agreed. a good team. Agreed. They'll probably. I doubt they beat the Niners at all. So they'll probably be a wild card team, but you know what that means? Potentially playing the Lions in the mm-hmm. first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who's uh-huh. more scary, Seattle or the Rams? Matt Stafford at home in Ford Field is oh, also I was a say, little, at home in Ford Field. Um, little, no, little I, scary. I think, I think over time that Rams team has to break down. There's just not enough depth there. They've been they've been a, a surprise team in the NFL. There's not enough depth there for them to play this well, or at least this average throughout the season right just keep saying that so we feel better about the matthew stafford trade i feel fine about it jared goff is straight up better than matthew stafford right now well you'd what, hope what else one's, in, one's in their prime and one's not so yeah know. what else you got on the lions from this sunday ben i know you got uh, a whole chock full of stuff right right, right um can i make a request in the nfl okay oh, here we go can our play-by-play guys know the name uh-huh. okay know the name okay give me something else give me the next tick over there on your list just Will Smith is not a Detroit Lion. I just want to make that okay. very clear. From the 37-yard line, it's Sanders. And maybe the ball's out. 
as he got to the 39. There's a scramble for it, and the Lions have it. Will Smith. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. With the fumble recovery. Will Harris. Will Harris. Will Harris. Teed him up for that one. All right. What else? What else we got over there? <laughs> I, I I kept wondering, um, heading into today, heading in like and just yesterday in general, kept asking myself. I was trying to figure this out. How many teams in the NFL can win without their best player? Because that's what the Lions did yesterday. And not only did they win, they did it handedly. Most of the time, to be fair, it's quarterback. Obviously, the Chiefs aren't winning without Patrick Mahomes. The Bills aren't winning without Josh Allen. But for teams like the Dolphins, they're not winning games without Tyreek Hill. They're a completely different team without Tyreek Hill. Lions just missed Amonra St. Brown. They've dealt with a plenty of injuries. They didn't have David Montgomery versus Green Bay, who quite honestly is a candidate for team MVP as well through his four games through five games of the season. He's been one of the six, seven best running backs in the NFL straight up, but it shows the stability of this team. This is such a well-rounded team with players everywhere. Every week, someone else can step up and be the star. Some weeks it's a Monra. Some weeks it's going to be Laporta. Hell, Josh Reynolds is going to be the star yeah. sometimes. He's looked like, I mean, I'm not going to throw him around or top anything, but like in terms of wide receiver threes on teams, for a guy no one really has ever heard of outside of Detroit fans, he's been a stud, which gives credit to Jared Goff, the guys on this offensive line. This team's deep and well-rounded. So I was just considering, like I was wondering the question, how many teams can win without their best player? And it just made me realize there's yeah. a new best player every week on this team. Like it's a Monra to me, but yeah, no. someone else is always capable of stepping up on both sides of the ball. That's the difference this year. I think a really interesting conversation. I, I wouldn't say that Amon Ross St. Brown is the best player on the team. I think it's been a Sewell. That's fine. And I, he gets flagged also, too much for me. Also because of just positional valuableness. Or, valuableness. Yeah, that was going to go in a wrong direction there. That He's was a, a math guy. Yeah, John Vicari type. position. Type low. Yeah. I think, he, I think because of the value for the position, Penny Sewell is my guy. And, and also, I think this team is completely different. But, but then again, if you lost Taylor Decker for a game, you'd probably be fine. If you just lost one of them. Well, we also don't have enough backup offensive tackle right, right now. Right, but if you lost Vitae for a game and, and he has missed time, you'd probably be fine. If you lose, he, he was healthy and didn't play yesterday. Didn't play at all? No, Graham Glasgow started. Well, okay, who was on the other side? Jonah Jackson, who got hurt. And now probably Graham Glasgow and Vitae will be playing next week. But we're boring everyone talking about the offensive guards. I, I guess. But to your point, San Francisco plays without Trent Williams. They're probably a different team because you're taking away quarterbacks from this. So he's their all-pro Hall of Fame left tackle for an offense that needs great protection for somewhat of a game manager quarterback. You take away Tyreek Hill from Miami. I think that is maybe, when you talk about most valuable, that probably changes who they are the most, right? Them, yeah, who, who of changes? Good teams, Justin Jefferson, I think, is equally as... Minnesota might be the worst team in the, in the NFL. Okay, so who, who changes the Lions' outcome to week-to-week basis on their team? Who is their, in that sense, who is their most valuable player outside of Jared Goff as the quarterback? Say. Is it Amon Ra? I, I would have said Amon really heading is? into the game, yeah. But Laporta has made such a big difference. Two touchdowns for the guy. It's Hutchinson to me, but... I, yeah, I, I'm with that. I think it's Hutchinson. I think without Hutchinson, the pass rush, the, the defense... The, the pass, pass rush? Okay, Chris Collingsworth. The pass rush becomes really No, that's really A-Rod. Players, yeah. hitters, yeah, catchers. That's John's, that's John's things, yeah. Oh, this Brock Purdy guy, man. <laughs> I think it's Hutch. I'm getting a text... 
I don't know this number, but we got a text of my line at 2429, the last four. Listening to your show right now, analysis in the Lions game is quite spot on. It's Aiden Hutchinson with regard to the conversation we're having now. You just kind of outed yourself. This Wait, person you, clearly knows who you are. Well, and you just, your personal <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was clarifying that. So you don't know someone who texted you on your personal number. I don't. You just anyway, outed wow, the, doesn't the text say number to get involved, wow. thanks to Frick Sports Bar, is 989-837-6125. We've got one last break to get to because when we return – Tie a bow on this thing and come back with our high school football game of the week replay right here on The Mid. In life, there are a few rare instances where it's okay to give nothing and get a whole lot of something in return. Take the Casasa Cash Checking Account from Jolt Credit Union, for instance. There's no minimum deposit and no minimum balance requirement. So you pay nothing to open the account, no monthly fees to keep it running, and yet you can earn up to 5% APY in dividends month after month. Open your Jolt Credit Union Casasa Cash checking account at joltcu.com slash Cash. APY equals annual percentage yield. Federally insured by NCUA. See website for details. Midland Golf Headquarters is your place for everything golf. Indoor simulators, fully stocked pro shop with your favorite brands, and an outdoor range with new and improved turf for the 2023 season. Midland Golf Headquarters offers a season pass that enhances your golf HQ experience. Purchase a season pass and receive unlimited premium range balls. Hit as many as you need at any time. Visit the website at midlandgolfhq.com or call 989-750-7117. Midland Golf Headquarters, Commerce Drive, just north of the Midland Mall. Life gives you plenty to wonder about. Like, is a hot dog a sandwich? At Central Michigan University, one thing you won't have to wonder about is what you'll do with your degree, because you'll already be doing it. Like calling live play-by-play at the big game, earning startup funds for your new business idea, or using AI robots to advance manufacturing practices. At Central Michigan University, we do. Do you? Visit cmich.edu slash experience. Garber Chevrolet's Craig Lang explains their focus on service and value. Our service, our desire to take care of our customers in a manner that they're going to come back and do business with us again. Still the utmost achievable goal that we have every time somebody comes and visits with us. And you know, today, I think we pay more than we've paid for anything. Everybody across the board. I don't care if it's milk, cheese, eggs, steak, hamburger, McDonald's, Culver's, regular shopping bag and what it takes to fill that bag. So I have told our staff, it's more important that we exceed the price that people are paying for automobiles with the value and what we're giving them in return at the level of service and professionalism. And we are that dealer where you're going to say they're nicer people. They did a good job. And I'm going to go back to them because of not just what they do, but because of the way they treated me. Garber Chevrolet, corner of Saginaw and Eastman in Midland. Online at GarberMidland.com. We have a lot in common, you and I. We're in the same case. Same boat. Same boat of the case. The same case of the boat. We're in the same boat together. You and I have something in common. We live and breathe Michigan sports. And our shows do, too. Whatever you need, you have it. Don't miss Anthony Bellino on X's and Bros weekday mornings at 6 a.m. And on your drive home, it's the huge show with Bill Simonson, followed by the payoff. This team was legit. This is Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Touchdown, MSU. All day, day it's Michigan. Michigan. That roar that was coming through. We're going to show who the real Lions are. That, that was the roar of every Lions fan in this state. 
Our teams, our towns. The Lions, the Spartans, the Wolverines, the Saginaw Valley League, the Tri-Valley, and the Jackpot. The Great Lakes Bay region has one home for the best Michigan football coverage. Michigan man! Michigan man! This is Sports Radio 100.9 The Mitt. The Great Lakes Bay region's home for the Dan Patrick Show. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show weekdays right after X's and Bros. 9 to noon right here on Sports Radio 100.9 The Mint. My name is Luis Fonsi. No one should face Alzheimer's or other dementias alone. Resources are available at ALZ.org and by calling the Alzheimer's Association's 24-7 free hotline at 800-272-3900. The payoff continues. More from the Great Lakes Bay region's home for sports. Sports Radio 100.9, The Mitt. Back one final time today from inside our Blazy Electric Studios. Again, a special thank you to the Forward Corporation hopping on and providing us with the title partnership of this, The Payoff, the only live, local, in-market produced sports radio show in the Great Lakes Bay region with you weekdays from 6 to 7 right here on Sports Radio 100.9 The Mid and Frick Sports Bar hopping on as a sponsor of our text line, which is available 24-7 by dialing 989-837-6125 to get your input on the air. We did have a couple last-minute texts coming in. Trick play repeated by the 49ers. We went over that. How about lots to like on the field, but we have no kicker? That's going to be an issue. Hey, there's Ben's point. It's like exactly what I said. He's going to get out the little... uh, Yep, He was right about something. I was right party. Yeah, he's going to go like two and four from his picks last week, but he was right about something this week. Well, I... If you uh, want to uh, let me it, do my bop, picks that beep, I actually bop, said on the radio, boop, the picks I actually bop, said on the radio were way better than bop, the, uh, the ones you filed away, bop. but that's okay. Big week coming up of programming. We went over it a couple of times already. Monday night football coming your way later this evening. Thursday night football following the Northwood Coaches Show after a massive win over the weekend for the Timberwolves. Beaverton and Gladwin is our high school football game of the week coming on Friday, and then Michigan State returns after the bye to play against Rutgers on Saturday. Appreciate you tuning in to today's edition of The Payoff, which is now available on most podcast providers, including Spotify and Amazon Music and Samsung Podcasts and a couple of others. We're still waiting on Apple. That's really the only one left. But you can find The Payoff by searching on any one of those podcast platforms. Again, thanks for dropping in. We'll be back with you better than ever tomorrow at 6 with a little Michigan Wolverines football, plus, of course, more Lions.